0: Welcome to this week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for Everyday Foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food
1: and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our beautiful podcast listeners. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy Spicy Bee, Sweet Livy. Hi guys, and Buttery Bella. Hi guys. Bella's jealous, she only gets one buttery. I know, I was really <laughs> hoping you were going to give me two then. <laughs> How are we all this fine Tuesday? A bit cold, to be
2: honest. My ankles are starting to freeze up. I've realized it's time that I get some long socks, Mm. but I just
0: haven't made the purchase yet. I feel like that's where people go wrong, not having long socks. Sorry, that's where I go wrong. I feel like everyone has them except me.
2: Yeah, and I'm doing the like sneakers and jeans thing and nowadays it's trendy to have the long socks and I've just missed the memo somehow.
1: And I'm out here with bare exposed ankles in the middle of bloody winter. (laughs) Okay, so if you see the obviously good crowd rolling around this winter, we're obviously all going to have long socks on.
2: From now on, I reckon. (laughs) Um. So is that the highlight of your
1: week, the
2: long socks? <laughs> well, the reason I'm probably so cold is because I spent my weekend in Marundi, so rural New South Wales, with my brother. Well, I was visiting my grandpa who's in a nursing home there. Mum and I went up, woke up in the morning, frost all over the ground. Ooh. Like I think it had gotten to something minus overnight. It was frozen. So haven't got warm
0: since basically. There's nothing better <laughs> than like a winter. <laughs> night or weekend in the country i do have to say though and and like my
2: brother and his girlfriend are just so generous to having us there and they always put us up with such a good time but they still don't have a second bed Mm -hmm. and so
1: okay what where are you sleeping
2: so mum and i are in a swag on the floor oh that
1: is full country
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a deluxe deluxe swag don't get me wrong but like kind of stunning because we're in like we have like three Dunas on top of us because that's how cold this place is even though they've got heating in the house and everything it was just like that cold but kind of fun to be like snuggling up with mum on
0: the yeah on do, you, the do you ever do that thing where you like put your feet on whoever you're sleeping next to uh, <laughs> i didn't to, to my pence, mom to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> i always try and get my feet up in like whoever's grill could be your mum, your
1: dad okay, oh, okay. <laughs> warning to potential suitors bella's Got a foot fetish. (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't do that. But anyway, how were you
2: guys? Were you guys a bit chilly this weekend as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, I braved the cold and went to the Swans game on Friday night and it was freezing. Like I was with a bunch of English people and they were like, this is neck level cold. Oh, so
2: they even thought it was cold.
0: Yeah. And I was like, if an English person's saying it's cold, then it is cold.
1: (laughs) Or was it really cold in your corporate box?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Flex, flex. <laughs> I mean, yeah, to be fair, I probably had it better than everyone else there. So apologies about that. But it still was really cold
1: <laughs> to and from the nice corporate box. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Bee? Did you? I mean, look, continuing on the winter route, I could talk about my weekend. Wasn't that exciting. So instead, I'm going to talk about a news article.
2: Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are we? Like a news podcast
1: all of a sudden? Yeah, this is now SBS. (laughs) (laughs) No, essentially I was listening the other day on Triple J and they did a whole segment on winter in Sydney at the moment. And actually, Bella, what you're saying about your English friends at the football, AFL, that said it was really cold, is correct. People that have lived in all these really cold places in the world were essentially calling in and being like, no, in Sydney, it's just as cold right now because of climate change. Essentially, we're getting like Antarctic winds. Ooh. But also on top of that, the houses in Sydney aren't built for winter. Yes. We don't have double glazing. We don't yep. have insulation. So actually, everyone is freezing. I was actually listening to this exact same Triple J. Yes. I thought
2: you said you read something. To I the know, newspaper. Oh no, <laughs> I sorry. definitely need
1: to pay you out about that. Definitely. I no, I didn't read anything. Definitely Triple J hack shout out. <laughs> Great segment if you're ever, you know, interested in some news. Yeah, another good podcast to listen to if you want. to. <laughs> <laughs> but you're both right. It's freezing and there's a reason for that. Okay,
0: enough of that freezing talk. Let's take it to Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town is the part of the podcast where we discuss what is hot off the pass in food this week. Now, Libby, have you got anything for us? <laughs> Well, I do and I feel like everyone's going to be so bored of us
2: talking about the weather. But what I have for you this week is a bit related to the weather. It's truffle season, baby. (laughs) So I wanted to sort of shout that out because you're going to be seeing truffles pop up a lot on lots of menus throughout this winter. Okay. Now, this is because... The growers, majorly based in Canberra and New South Wales, so sorry, Australian growers, have had a bumper crop this year and that's because of the wet summer that we had and then the really cold, you know, so the winter that's come kind of early, Mm. really, really cold days before winter even started. So look out for it. It's exciting. It hasn't made it much cheaper but it has made it more tasty. Now the frost that we got on those first few days in autumn has really allowed these truffles to get a sort of more deep and
1: rich, delicious flavour that we're going to be experiencing throughout winter. Ooh. I'm really excited for that, but I also feel like truffle equals dollar signs. So when you say we're going to see it on a lot of menus, it's expensive venues. Yeah, you are right, but I do think that we will start
2: to see it more in the everyday restaurants as well because there just is so much available on the mm. market. So often there's been times where, or seasons rather where supply demand, baby, that's it. Um, Restaurants haven't been able to get their hands on it. Mm, Okay. So they've then gone sourcing and
0: that's when it can cost even more than it should, but they're going to be everywhere. So keep your eyes peeled. Okay. We will keep our eyes peeled. Now B, take us to where we went to this week.
1: This week, we took a visit to the Australian award-winning Lebanese restaurant Al Asil with 22 years under their belt it comes as no surprise that the restaurant has a venue in six different locations. Making our way to the Alexandra venue, we were certainly not prepared for what lay in store. The menu is filled with an overwhelming amount of tasty Lebanese dishes, and the square footage of the venue would fill any COVID Marshall's social distancing dreams. (laughs) With not even an article from Broadsheet on this place, you know it's as traditional as they come. What did we think, ladies? Are we still full? Yes. I am so full still.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I literally took me to be not hyperbolic at all. It took
0: me three days to get over
2: it. Great no. word,
0: by the way. Yeah, I know. I was impressed by that word. Thanks
1: guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And you're right. It was insanely, there was just so much food. It was quite overwhelming. Like you go in, it's a huge restaurant, not what I was expecting, very modern yeah.
2: Yes. So to sort of tell the story from where it started for me, I actually got the recommendation originally from the lady that does my eyebrows. <laughs> so I love she's a Lebanese girl, beautiful. And she was just telling me, I was like, I was telling her all about the podcast and she was like, oh, well, you know, my favorite Lebanese super traditional is Alisil. And then when I mentioned it to my boss, who's also Lebanese, she was like, ah, yes, yes, you have to go. But she was quite worried when I said I was going to the Alexandria one, because I think that she goes
1: to and you mentioned in your intro there's a few in different other areas. Yes, yeah, so they've got six. So they've got Alexandria, Bankstown, Castle Hill, Greenacre, Penrith and Wollongong.
2: Yeah, I think she might go to the Greenacre one and she was like telling me about it. It's super traditional. They've got, you know where you go to restaurants where they've got tissues instead of napkins on the table. Yes. Oh. You know, like that sort of old-school <laughs> thing. So I was expecting that when I walked in, it's certainly not like that.
0: It was lush. I
1: remember walking in and being like, "Oh, Someone else has chosen a fancy place. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't me. (laughs) But I do have some faith in the fact that when I went in, I did say to the um, waiter, I actually got quite nice grill, and I was like, oh, so you got multiple locations, what's the go? And he was like, yeah, I've worked in five of them. Yeah. So that gave me some faith in the venue.
2: Yeah, and yeah. I think it's maybe just trying to appeal to like Alexandria as a market is a bit sort of up and coming, and so maybe they're trying to do a bit of like that more glam dining perhaps. I'm not sure, but,
1: that you know. Yeah, it was a really nice restaurant, and for context location-wise, it's essentially like across from the grounds and up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we sit down and already there is bread on the table vibe in some plastic <laughs> yes love fresh that. fresh fresh Lebanese bread yes we yeah. love that
0: and I feel like they kept bringing it out like when we were finished with one
1: a new one came out that impressed well, me it's just such good I don't think it concept. was they kept bringing it out I think the people next to us what they gave us theirs well no I think they just so you basically when you go in on every table already is fresh Lebanese bread in a plastic wrap yeah and I did see her grab it from the other table and put it on it on ours Oh okay. Whether it was already open, I don't know. No, no, no. I I saw
2: her do a bit of a rotation, as you said, like that. But it was certainly coming from somewhere else. So yes, like they, they were can. they were moving it through a table. They'd put it on that the table next to us for you know while they were finishing up in case they wanted to open it, but they didn't. And so they gave it to us, and then they yes, moved exactly. through different things. But there was heaps of bread going around. I think that that's certainly and the fact that it was and obviously we were jumping way ahead here, but it was we didn't have to pay for it. Oh. Love that, oh, my chef. gosh, Do did have to pay for it? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Heaven. We love that.
1: For those people joining us on the podcast this season, we do like to play the Are We Paying For Bread Gang, which is essentially <laughs> where you, at the end of the bill, judge the venue on whether they have charged us for what is essentially a basic human right.
2: <laughs> so in this case, 10 out of 10 did not charge us for bread. We love that. Amazing. So the menu itself is
0: quite overwhelming. Very. To the point that we almost got the set menu. And yes. then we, you know, we, we sat down, we... Did the math and we said, no, you know what? We can do better here. It is such a stitch up, though, when you look at a menu like that and the set menu is there and you're like,
2: oh, it's just going to be easier.
1: I think that's what it is, right? You see the set menu and you go, it will have everything I like. I'll just do that instead of reading through the 40 dishes on this piece of card.
0: (laughs) But then so worth it when you do. And when you have someone like Libby who knows exactly what goes with (laughs) what, it makes life a little bit easier. No, I think I was trying to do the text
2: to my boss quickly. Like she's got three very young kids, three kids under three. <laughs> she's at home trying to do bath time. <laughs> and I'm like, Jamila, tell me what like what should I get? And she just texts me like back being like, We always get the set menu. And I was like, Oh, that's not very helpful. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. But she did suggest a few things, but by that stage it was a bit too late in the piece and we'd already ordered and so on and so forth. But anyway, what did we go for, B?
1: Well, we couldn't obviously go past
2: A platter of dips? No. Absolutely not. When you've got the options of beetroot dip, hummus, baba ganoush, labna. You know us listeners.
1: We're not going to say no to that. No, everything you want on a plate. Yeah. (laughs) Literally.
0: Literally. I'm just thinking now about how much I didn't realize I loved those four dips. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And we're
2: like, I don't know what happened to us, but we are such dip people. We could just eat dips for dinner.
0: Yeah.
1: I will say, before we dissect the dip plate, it did take a while to come out. Okay. Do you guys remember that? They I did, did not actually notice. see us not having food for probably 20 minutes and they were like, oh, sorry, we'll go check on that. Oh.
2: We were too busy talking. Yeah, maybe
1: you it? guys were just caught up in the atmosphere.
2: I was caught up. I was, and it was starving. And it was warm
1: <laughs> in the venue, which was stunning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely
2: warm. And like I was looking around at the people next to us and I, I think the p- people next to us had been there plenty of times. They knew what they were doing. They ordered all the right things. We did mm. do a bit of copying of them
0: mm. um, and I was enjoying
1: watching them. So I think that's why I got distracted.
0: I feel like we're always sitting next to people who know what they're doing.
1: <laughs> but that's the best thing. And I think, like we said, it's traditional Lebanese. In a place like this, there isn't a lot of room for error. Like I have a lot of confidence that everything on that menu would taste good.
2: Yeah. 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 And I think that actually does boil down to what this menu was. It's mostly simple food
1: done really, really well. Absolutely. So the dips came out. That was yum. Came with a bit of fried bread and some little breadsticks that oh, were not great yeah. that were like chipolata size yeah and they were dry they were too dry and yeah they... we vetoed those
2: <laughs> and <laughs> and following that actually what came out was the halloumi so we decided to go for halloumi instead of the cauliflower I'm not sure why strange decision from all of us mm. but we went for it and on top of the halloumi was the three of these breadsticks, and we'd already just poo-pooed them
1: and we looked at that and we were like, what is this? We're well, like, they're obviously trying to push this in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> they're like,
1: let's get rid of these breadsticks.
0: They're so stale.
1: <laughs> the halloumi itself was great. I just feel like it came with like an unnecessary amount of salad. Yeah, cast of extras.
2: Yeah, I mean, Seriously, it looked like a sort of pretty average-looking kind of
0: garden salad Garden salad with the halloumi slapped on either side.
1: <laughs> I don't say slapped. I feel like with something like Halloumi, you don't need anything extra. Agreed. No, it's just, it's a star player. You bring it out on a plate, drizzle of honey or oil, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. All you need.
2: Yep, so we should start a kitchen, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Halloumi Slaps.
0: Halloumi Slaps. What a great name.
2: Anyway, the next thing that we got after that was obviously your usuals. So we got the tabbouleh and then your falafels. So they went awesomely together. The falafels were really
0: good, I thought. They actually were. I think probably the best falafels I've ever had.
1: Ooh. oh, that's a really strong call.
0: I just think it's really hard to come by falafels that aren't dry for me
1: personally. Yes, yes.
2: I thought that the same about them. They were certainly not dry. I've had some quite good ones, but
1: they were pretty good, these ones. Also, in my mind, falafels are always a ball. Are they meant to be that sort of hard on one side, or sorry, flat on one side and then domy? Well,
2: I think that the, they're all made in different ways. And obviously, we've had, you know, Egyptian-style sort of falafels before. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, they're like, they just scoop up the dough. So I think it's actually just a matter of using a cookie scoop or ice cream scoop, scooping it up, plonking it on a tray, scooping it up, mm. and then it rests, and then ah. they deep fry it. Mm.
0: Interesting. Just a technique that you're hacking out there. Whereas I think in
2: some places they just might like ball it in their hands. And so that's why you might get that round shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: that arancini shape. Yeah, exactly. Mm.
2: Exactly. So I think it's personal preference.
1: But they were very good. I don't know if best I've ever had, but very good.
2: Well, they also came with delicious pickles. Mm. I loved that on the plate. It was that, you know, that really traditional pink sort of radish that you might see
1: anywhere overrated agreed but did you not like the pickle on that oh no I love the pickle whatever that pink radish thing is is overrated I have an unpopular opinion but
0: I hate all pickled things
1: unpopular opinion extremely unpopular (laughs) extremely unpopular
2: for a food podcast mate yeah and Libby Uh, likes to do her own pickling
0: I love a bit of pickling well I haven't had any of
2: yours so I'm sure I'd like yours um actually I made you pickled onions the other day she did liked them I did like them (laughs) I know So it's just everywhere else Okay. I hate. It's only my cooking. You're like, ha-ha, good. <laughs> 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 True. Perfect. No, so I thought
0: that was really delicious. And, Belle, I think that you really need to talk to us about the tabbouleh. Okay, so we had to make B come around and, you know, actually let us get the tabbouleh because
1: at the start you weren't keen on it. I mean, <laughs> who wants a bowl of shredded parsley?
0: Oh, uh, hello. I freaking love tabbouleh. I think if I could, if I could eat one...
1: Oh, wow, you're really lost for words here. I
0: know. <laughs> I love tabbouleh. I really love tabuli. That's really nice for you. I really don't love tabbouleh. Baby looks like she's going to cry. No, I was just, <laughs> it was a beautiful thing because watching Bella heap
2: that tabuli onto her plate just made my heart sing. She couldn't get enough of it that night. <laughs> being and I there slopping bread into our mouths like, oh, yum, free bread, love this for us. And Bella's there like, yes, tabbouleh. <laughs> <laughs> Shredded <laughs> parsley, my
1: fave. It
2: was I- so good. I loved it.
0: I think it's the lemon. I can't like pinpoint it, but my taste buds just love that sour. It's It's
2: super refreshing too.
0: It's you're not having anything too heavy.
2: Mm. I think it's a delicious salad. And do you think they did it well? I think best tabbouleh I've ever had. Oh, okay. I think you, okay. Wow.
0: I think I'm just in
2: a good mood. I think that you were starving or something. No, but (laughs) I actually agree with you, Belle. The tabbouleh was quite outstanding. I really, really enjoyed it. Any comment from our uh, non-salad
1: lover friend? (laughs) I have nothing positive to say, so I will remain silent. Well, then, Beatrice, take us to perhaps your favourite part of the menu, the abattoir, (laughs) also known as mixed skewers. Oh, look, I love a bit of Lebanese meat. I love when it's all on a stick. I love when it's all on a plate. So (laughs) (laughs) we essentially got the mixed skewers. So we got chicken, lamb, and then some sort of beef concoction. It mm. was a kofta, so, yes, you know, it's it had
2: beef and lamb mince with all kinds of different spices all smooshed together onto a rod. Um, for those playing along at home, I don't eat beef. I didn't eat this dish, obviously, um, but I have been in trouble recently because I did eat ox at one of the episodes uh, a little while ago and unbeknownst to me because we're a Feelings Not Facts podcast, I didn't realise that ox is actually just a working cow. Anyway,
0: I think I actually knew that lip. Sorry. Well, yeah. Thanks for the support, pal. You kept quite quiet that night. Yeah. I thought you were having a second wing after the second.
2: Oh, well, anyway, if you want to listen to that episode, that is Pepito's. I mean, check it out. But
1: moving through, I didn't eat this one. What did you think of the kofta? I loved it. But like, I'm a sucker for a kofta. I think I even sat down and said, guys, I really want to get kofta. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's just like yummy. Beef sausage, but not sausage in the fact that it's, like, all that fat in a lamb casing, whatever that skin is. It's actual meat. And also the
2: way that they flavour it. So they add in particularly, like, Lebanese kofta style, they, like, add heaps
0: of different All the spices. spices. I just feel like it's such a you thing to like.
1: Like sausage, like kind of a basic meat. You know what? I'm not even going to take offense to that. It's 100% up my alley and I back it. (laughs) Well,
0: I think that the standout for me out of the meat dishes was certainly the chicken. Oh, 100%. I literally was just thinking about how good that chicken was. I don't think I touched any of your beefy things,
1: but the chicken, whatever it was marinated in, just it was soft. It was cooked so well. It was. And sorry, now I'm thinking about the lamb because I think when I tried the lamb, I left it too late. And so it'd gone a bit tough. Yep. So if you're going to, cause I did the same thing.
0: I had it a little too late and I only had it so that I could talk about what it tasted like. And I think it was tough
1: and I didn't like it. I just find it so interesting. You guys love expensive things, Bella particularly. And lamb is one of the most expensive meats that you can buy and you guys don't love it. It's the flavour. But what do you mean? It's like mouthwatering. Like lamb is beautiful
2: bits of meat. Mm -mm. I don't know. I mean, even as we said, this was an example of that. For me, to be totally honest with you, my two cubes of lamb that I had off the skewer, I actually thought it was quite tender and I enjoyed eating it thoroughly, but there was just the flavor for me. I'm like, as far as meats go, it's probably one of my least favorite and just is. I
1: just think that's so interesting. (laughs) It actually baffles me.
2: Well, anyway, it was still delicious in the sauces. So that also came with a bit of tum and to me that just like, I love tum. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, I just, I love them. You can honestly cover anything into them and it'll taste amazing, in my personal opinion. It's actually bizarre that it's just garlic and oil, basically, or
1: from the staff. Like, fresh garlic and oil. It's amazing. I know, but it's oh, just so good. It's so good. Oh. And look, to be honest, guys, we did get very excited because it all kind of sort of came out quickly. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't actually get a picture of the meat.
2: Yes. So you will just have to believe us when we say it looked beautiful on the plate. <sighs> but also, I think you can just imagine what it came out like. Six different skewers, two of each kind. Yeah. you know, Essentially. Easy as. Now, unless anyone's got anything else to sort of comment on about the food, I think we should take it to order off the menu. Order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we finalize for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. I'm going to start with dollars for dishes because I want to give you a real clean experience with this. It cost us $44. Now the girls, which we haven't talked about yet, did get a
1: glass of wine each. Mm. Correct. Quickly debrief on the wine. We got a beautiful red from Lebanon. Mm. And it hit the spot, darling. Only $11 a glass. So it wasn't that expensive. No,
2: absolutely. When that bill hit the table, I was like, this is value for money. Pleasantly surprised. Absolutely. Mm. Not only with the wine was value for money, but because we got the mixed options, so the mixed dips and the mixed skewers, we got so much food for such good value. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, to me, this is good value. This is delicious, wholesome cooking, wholesome eating. I'm super happy with it. It's four out of five, oh. easily. Whoa, that is so high. Yeah, $44. And we take off, you know, $20 for the
1: drinks. So true. I was full for three days, no joke. <laughs> yeah, and food waste warrior over here, Bella, she took most of it home. <laughs>
0: Can I just say, B did pack it all up and basically forced it upon me.
1: Yeah, which is what you usually do. I'm surprised you were like, no, no, no. I was like, yes, 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 this is your MO. (laughs) I've stopped doing it for some reason. Trying to be a bit more classy, but no. In this instance, I thought the fact
2: that you could even do that, take it away with us... And the thing is, when it's that kind of price, you expect something to let you down here. And probably the only thing that let us down was the halloumi, but the halloumi itself was good. It was just Mm. this weird garden salad it came with. (laughs) Yeah. So I think four out of five, it's where it's sitting. I'm keeping it clean, keeping it fresh.
0: Moving through that to mate or date, Belle. I'm definitely going to say mate for this place. There is so much happening, a little bit messy. So that's why I would suggest maybe not taking a date. But and a bit fingery foods kind of situation. I
2: also think though, surely that like you want to go with more people so you can try more things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Correct.
0: Like if you were just two people, I feel like you'd be very limited. You wouldn't have gotten the full experience. Imagine if we had
1: another person. We could have got more. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the Korean barbecue all over again. You want more people to try more. Yeah. That is so, so true. Okay. Well, I'm completely happy with that. You've sold me. Mate, this Beatrice, Bougie or basic? I'm actually interested about this one. I'm sitting here sweating because it's very (laughs) hard. I mean, like we said, it's a very traditional menu, but it's also a bit of a bougie place.
2: Yeah. And I wonder if we'd be saying the same thing if
1: we were at some of the other venues. Uh, This is quite painful for me. I think I'm going to have to put it in basic. Surprised. I'm surprised. Me too. Because, oh, damn it, do you think this is going to be the wrong one? Uh, Look, uh, It's it's your your segment, Jinx. Because as much as it was a lovely venue, I don't think it was an extremely classy venue. And the food is sort of traditional, no frills. And there were a lot of families in there just having sort of like a midweek meal. So I want to go basic, but not in like a shitty basic, but like a classy basic. Can I do that? I mean, you can do what you want.
2: I think the reason I thought you were going to go bougie is because when you walk in, there's a tree in the middle of the venue. There is a tree in the middle of the venue. (laughs) Pretty bougie venue, I would say. But then Mm. I I reckon the test is, do you have to dress up to go? No, I don't think you do. Agreed.
1: So I think you're probably right. I think basic has to be where it stands. So we're going to put it in basic. If you don't agree with us, you can always message us on the podcast and let us know. (laughs) We would love to hear from you. I guess that brings us to the last bit of the podcast, which is food features and fails. This is the part of the podcast where we discuss an amazing food feature or just a really shameful fail from our week food related. Bella, food feature or fail this week? I have a feature.
0: Now I feel like this is going to sound like a really obvious one and don't at me about it, but I'm just going to say it in case you're like me and you've always been to this place, but you've never eaten there. Revisis. Okay. So B was actually here for this one. Sorry, lives
1: surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dory not offended this time, <laughs> but we did a nice little coastal walk, and it was probably because we were still we were so hungry from the walk, maybe. Mm. But went, we were with probably like six, seven other girls, so everyone had like different dishes. B and I went for the chicken burger, bit of a basic one, but bloody good
1: burger. Really? Mm. Yeah, I do second that. It was pretty amazing.
2: So from random old revises where you go to talk to Bella's batchy friends, (laughs) you um, you get an outstanding feed.
0: Honestly, it comes out in a charcoal bun, which scares me, to be honest. Charcoal, I'm not sure about it sometimes. (laughs) It's good for you, right? Yeah, apparently. But yeah, it's just got... Everything that's inside it, chicken was amazing. The chips, like I hate a place where you don't get enough chips. I couldn't even finish my chips, which is unheard of. That is unheard of. That is outstanding. Yeah. So recommend it. Get there. Also, one of our friends got the crab pasta and thinks that it was the best they've ever had in their life. So she hasn't stopped talking about it. Literally. So if you're there, try one of the two. Let us know if we're just overwhelmed by a location. And so when Bella says, don't at me,
2: do at her, because we want to hear what you think. Like, <laughs> if you disagree with her, please at her and specifically at me because I want to see you roast her hilarious. I'm into it. All right. So Beatrice,
1: feature or fail this week, babe? I actually have a feature as well. And it's also on the seafood route. Who am I? Whoa. I stayed in on the weekend and instead of a wild Saturday night out, I made prawn linguine beautiful yeah <gasps> fully from scratch so you handmade the pasta okay well, come <laughs> on now say that. i knew you were gonna do that you dick <laughs> 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 no brilla handmade the pasta for me Good. um but i did go to the seafood place market shop bought some king prawns bought my anchovies which oh, i do not condone yeah. in the menu so we do it and did the whole you know parsley chili anchovies all the stuff i don't really like no absolutely and yeah, brought it all together bubbled it tomato paste amazing Awesome. Like, quite proud of myself. I'm so proud of you too. Maybe next time I will hand make the pasta and maybe catch the prawns myself and we'll go <laughs> oh, full home. Right. Farm to table, farm to table and rosemary.
2: I love it. I mean, we're never going to see that, but I, I can't I wait for the concept. A girl can dream. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Livy, finish us off food, feature, or fail. I'm not going to stop our train running. I'm also going to feature this week. <laughs> and this week is going to be a feature of uh, my brother's cooking. So as I said, I was staying up at his place in Blandford and he actually whipped out something that I'd never really tasted before. So it was silken tofu. And I know, B, you've featured tofu. though no, I'm not featuring tofu itself, but it was silken tofu covered in this sticky, delicious Chinese dressing coated with Brussels sprouts, but like crispy, charry Brussels sprouts and then coated in more of this sticky, spicy dressing.
0: This actually sounds amazing. It was
2: awesome. And it was just like I'd not tasted that sort of flavour before. Like, of Mm. course I had, but it was done in a different way. And he really has the knack with cooking at the moment. It was just awesome. And I was so proud of him. And it was a Hedy McKinnon recipe and I love Hedy McKinnon.
0: So it also just topped off the whole vibe wow i've never walked away from this section and actually wanted to try something (laughs) what's that saying about our descriptions but yes in (laughs) in any
2: case in any case it was really really delicious and you know b we were talking about tofu a couple weeks back this was a good use of silken tofu so you know when you're working out which tofu to use in this case the reason that you use the silken is because it was aka the slippery tofu the slippery one that b got hair all over (laughs) i still think about that same (laughs) this case it was perfect for that because you could scoop through that it mixed with the sauce you got the crunchy brussel sprout just great happy all round. yummy
1: well our beautiful podcast listeners that's all we have time for today so if you have enjoyed what is in your ears and you want to keep enjoying what is in your ears please make sure you subscribe to the podcast leave a rating and give a review We absolutely
2: love when you give us a review and most importantly, when you tell that friend. It's the best, best way to get our podcast out there.
0: And if you want to see pics from today's episode or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at obviouslygoodpodcast.
2: Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.